The mad quest for the dust drives this carnal world. Cars, clothes, gourmet foods, houses, jewelry, animal shoes, booze, dope, lust, all, every single one, just dust. This life without Christ is like a monopoly game. He that accumulates much dust is praised and emulated. Yet Jesus Christ, the source of all riches, even the dusty ones, died a naked pauper. What a contrast. This life is correctly compared to a tale that is told. Psalms 90 verse 9, once upon a time lived you. James 4.14, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. But imagine, your story, your vapor, can be converted through Christ into eternal riches and satisfaction. The accumulation of much dust is so much encumbrance. James chapter 2 verse 5 speaks to true riches. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? A sobering thought for all is that once we die, nothing here is ours anymore. Your money is not yours, your house and car, your spouse, even your shoes are not yours anymore. When you leave this earth, you will meet that which you sent on ahead, that which was done or not done for Christ. Jesus Christ alone is the arbiter of true and eternal riches. There is a marvelous process by which we can turn monopoly money into eternal glorious wealth, and it begins at the place Jesus calls born again. Have you been born again? Born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Will today be the day all your sin and shame is erased and all of Satan's bondage is broken? Today is your day of salvation. Today you can gain the wonderful ability to transform this world's dust into everlasting beauty. Choose Christ and live. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 7, 1 through 6, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of the beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth." For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will, will I would, uh, excuse me, will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. God said, Second Thessalonians chapter two seven through ten. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. 
even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Man said, Evolution answers all my God questions. Nothing exploded into everything. Then I evolved from slime, and my cousin is a banana. Impressive, isn't it? Now the record. I need to know God's word is true, because when there is doubt, the mountain won't move. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 917, that will once again certify the supernatural, inerrant authorship of God's holy Bible. All of these powerful, faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Science doesn't take them there to their godless conclusions. The vehicle that takes carnal man there is the deceivableness of unrighteousness. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Righteousness is faith and its actions. Unbelief is simply the opposite, and it is the hallmark of the spirit that shall prevail at the time that God's earth-ending, devastating judgment unfolds. I need to know. Everything depends on it. Truly, eternity hangs in the balances. Science doesn't take them there. The empirical research is always knock-knock, knocking on heaven's door. The Antichrist begin their quest for truth and unbelief, the deceivableness of unrighteousness. Foundational to the carnal academia's god of evolution is the uniformitarian theory which postulates that the present is the key to the past. They theorize that Earth's geology progresses at a steady, uniform state, and that, due to this, it is possible to extrapolate backwards at that steady, observable state to date the unseen past. But two colossal events, that the deceivableness of unrighteousness doesn't permit its adherents to believe, firmly destroys the uniformitarian hypothesis. These two staggering events that the children of faith embrace are fully supported by the scientific evidence. The first is the Genesis creation. If you happened along five minutes after God created the earth and its universe, you would surmise it to have a very old history, when in fact the six days of creation ended just five minutes earlier. If you saw Adam and Eve, you would suspect history when they were just minutes old. The second earth-changing event was the global world-destroying flood in the days of Noah. Fish fossils on every mountain peak shout, yes, hallelujah, yes. Uniformitarian theory collapses under the weight of these two completely certifiable biblical events. Science doesn't take them there. The empirical scientific data keeps pouring in, and the theories of evolution continue to crumble. When data and not theory is observed. We find the following all happening in the biblical earth 6,000-plus years of history. Adam and Eve. Best brains being 2,000 to 6,000 years ago. Weakening of earth's magnetic fields. 
lunar dust and the lack thereof in sufficient quantity, sun shrinkage, soil erosion, age of rocks, development of language, development of agriculture, dog domestication, horse domestication, civilizations, human and animal genetic diversity and 5,100 years, mutations, and the second law of thermodynamics, and surely this list is just a small sampling. Was there a Noah's Ark? Did God destroy the entire earth with a flood? God said, man said, has published numerous features certifying Noah. The data is incontrovertible. As you read the excerpts from M.J. Ord's 2017 feature from Creation.com titled Argentina Egg Site Supports Bed Model, keep in mind that the following terms refer to floods and water action. Sedimentology, sandstone, siltstone, mudstone, fluvial, floodplain, paleo river, diluvial. The Acamahevo site is slightly larger than one square kilometer. The 86 meters, 94 yards of strata that are exposed are considered upper Cretaceous fluvial deposits and consist of sandstone, siltstone, and mudstone with weak paleosol development. The site contains thousands of eggs, some with fossilized embryos, embryonic bone and skin, and many dinosaur tracks. The eggs are found scattered, sometimes forming carpets of eggs, and some are found in clutches or nests. Some clutches are as close as together as one to three meters. There are four levels of eggs within the finer grain siltstone and mudstone layers with a 40-meter um, uh, vertical interval. The scientists claim to have identified six nest structures. The eggs were laid by a titanosaur, a large seropod. A few of its remains are also found in the formation. One of the mysteries for uniformitarian science includes explaining how the eggs and embryos were fossilized quickly enough to be preserved, especially if the site is part of a floodplain environment, in their words. Also exactly, how did the eggs and embryos become fossilized? We are sure that floods buried the eggs and nests in mud, but what processes of mineralization operated quickly enough that the poorly formed embryonic bones and skin became fossilized before they could decay. It is obvious that flooding had to have buried the eggs and embryos rapidly. Mineralization of the soft embryo tissues indicates that the burial had to have been virtually instantaneous. Scientists admit that structured nests, typified by a depression with a raised rim, are absent in the fine-grained sediments. With the exception of six nesting traces preserved in sandstone, channel and crevice splay deposits, in egg bed four, thousands of eggs of Akamahava occur in mudstone and show no discernible evidence of nest structure. The lack of nest in the finer grain sedimentary rocks is blamed on the movement from swelling clay. Around the world, millions of dinosaur eggs have been found on continents. It is very rare to find nest structures associated with dinosaur eggs. There are so few nests that they can almost be counted on one set of hands. This mystery of the many eggs but few nests is easily solved if the dinosaurs did not have time to make nests. Under normal circumstances, the paracity of the eggs would make nest building imperative. 
scientists find essentially the same situation all over the earth. The data can be interpreted to indicate that the dinosaurs did not have time to dig a hole or find vegetation to cover their eggs before some kind of disaster arrived. All of the sites indicate the dinosaurs faced a very abnormal situation. Interestingly, a new development suggests the six nests in the sandstone are probably dinosaur tracks. One of the authors examined the rim nest made in the Aquamahevo Paleo River silty sediments and recognized them as dinosaur manis hand and pest foot prints with associated lateral sediment displacements. Eliminating these structures would shrink the number of nest structures found around the world by more than half. Movement of eggs could be due to the movement of swelling clay, brief transport and light current or sedimentation during egg laying. The rapid deposition of sediment and oscillation of water levels during the flood can explain the rapid fossilization after burial. Today, major floods are known to deposit no more than a few meters of sediment, whereas the fine-grained sediments found at the site are about 5 to 10 meters thick and homogeneous. The fact that there are four levels of eggs with the remains of Titansaurus on two levels adds support to the oscillatory flood model. The same type of dinosaurs laid the eggs on all four beds. In the uniformitarian model, the sequence should be an accumulation of sediment over hundreds of thousands of years. How probable is it for the same type of dinosaur to frequent the same spot hundreds of thousands of years later. In the creation model, the dinosaur eggs and tracks were most likely made between day 40 and about day 120 of the flood. If they were laid during the first 40 days of heavy rain, the rain would have washed away the tracks and eggs. Conversely, they had to have been laid before the peak of the flood, which occurred on or near day 150, when the Bible tells us that all air-breathing flesh had perished. Between day 40 and day 120, the level of the flood water would have oscillated during an overall rise, the time of the biblical prevailing. The oscillations could explain the alternating sandstone, mudstone sedimentation. End of quotes. Consider these geological facts that certify the Bible's account of Noah's Ark. 1. All the mountains of the world have been underwater at some, at, some, at some time or times in the past, as indicated by sedimentary rock and marine fossils near their summits. 2. Most of the Earth's crust consists of sedimentary rocks, which are formed entirely underwater. Number 3. All sedimentary formations appear to have uh, formed rapidly, even catastrophically. Over 500 legends of a worldwide deluge exist in ancient societal records. The empirical data gathered from the entire globe says yes to Noah. God said, Genesis 7, 1 through 6, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female." and of beasts that are not clean, by two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, 
and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. God said, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, 7 through 10, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Man said, Evolution answers all my God questions. Nothing exploded into everything. Then I evolved from slime, and my cousin is the banana. Impressive, isn't it? Now you have the record.